We are going to be learning about the Sikha Schelech Tazayin, the Sikha for Parshas Boy, and Yotshvat. It's a log Sikha, and it's filled with many, many interesting halachic topics. And today we're going to have time to learn the first four Sikhim Be'iyun. The topic of the Sikha is a story that the Friedrich ever told about his father, the Rashab, that when the Rashab was three years old, when he came into the cheder, when he started cheder, the Tzamech Tzedek threw some candies at him and told him that it's coming from Malach Mechol. And the minig is that on Erev Pesach, you're supposed to check the pockets of your children to see if there's any comments in there. So the Tzamech Tzedek called the Rashab and asked him if he still has the candies and told him that he needs to eat the candies. So the Rashab didn't want to eat them because they came from the Tzamech Tzedek and from Malach Mechol. But the Sefri held on to them. But when Erev Pesach came, the Tzamech Tzedek told him that he has to eat that. So the Shaila is like this. We know that there are other, you don't need to eat all of your chametz before Pesach. There are other options of how to keep your chametz for after Pesach. So since these candies were something that, that, that the Rashab got from the Tzamech Tzedek and they were precious to him, why didn't why did he have to eat them? Why did he use one of those other eights that we usually use in these types of scenarios? And the eights are usually in two ways. Eights number one that we're going to discuss is he could have just sold the candies with the mechiras chametz when they sold all the other chametz. And the second thing is they could have made the candies hefker, put it in a place of Rosh Rabim, a public area, made it hefker. And, but in a place where there wouldn't have been anybody really looking for candies in that particular area. And then after Pesach, he could have got, come back and gotten those candies. So we're going to discuss both of those, Eifanim, and um, discuss why, why they would, what, what the milus of each one of those Eifanim are, why the Poyal, the Tzalach Tzedek, uh, was not satisfied with them and he wanted the Rashab to eat the candies. And just to point out that the Rebbe says later on in the Sicha that this per question is not really so much relevant regarding the Rashab himself, who's only three years old. The chametz or the candies that he owned is really owned by his father. That's the halacha. So the shayat, but the real question is that the Tzadok Tzedek was telling the Rashab's father, the Maharash, that, that, that his son, the Rashab, needed to eat that, that chametz, and the Maharash would not be able to use the two options of either selling the chametz, selling the candies, or being mafkir, the candies in Rosh Hashanah. Okay. First option. First option is selling. So selling is, a, is, is, is something that we always do. And we know that there are even, the Rebbe brings out R7, that Rabbeinu HaKadosh Maratin would sell the chametz. The, the, the he sold one time a gluska yafa, a beautiful bread, from the lachem upon him of Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Zidachov. And I similarly I heard from many Hasidim that when they had the, the, the uh, Shiari Menachas of one of the 12 chalas of the Tzadik, the 12 chalas that the uh, for, for Friday night, uh, many have the meaning of using 12 chalas for Lacha Mishnah. So Hasidim who would get one of these Yud-based chalas as Shirayim, they would sell it until after Pesach. So why doesn't, why didn't the Marash and the Rashab use this particular item? So the Rebbe gives two possibilities of what the problem was over here. First issue would have been, there's a halacha, which is brought in the tour, this is uh, in Saif Simen Tafnun, regarding wanting 
if you want the if you want the kiyam of the chametz, you want the chametz to remain in existence. Meaning like this: there's halacha that you're not allowed to. The Torah says you're not allowed to rent your kalim to a guy on Pesach because the guy, when the guy is going to be when we know the guy is going to be using that that keli or at least might be using the keli for chametz. And the basis explains the reasoning is because you want. The, you want your keili, um, the person who's renting that keili has a desire that the kli should remain strong in order that it shouldn't destroy the chametz. Meaning, since it's his kli that's making the chametz, therefore he doesn't want any tainus from the guy, like, oh, I, I made something in your, in your kli and the kli broke and cracked, and then all my chametz that I was making was ruined. So, therefore, Mitzad this, that he doesn't, Bepayel, since he doesn't want his kli to be the cause of what's ruining the chametz, so Bepayel, what does that mean? He doesn't want the chametz to be ruined. So the Torah says you're not allowed to rent your kli in this situation because Bepayel, what's going to happen is you want, because it's your kli and you feel responsible somewhat for, you're not really responsible, you feel somewhat responsible for the chametz of that kli. That means you want the kli to stay time and therefore you also want the chametz is a kind in order that you shouldn't be responsible that it was your kli that caused the chametz to be destroyed. But Papayo, you want that chametz to, 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 to stay in existence. And, and that's a problem. And the source of this idea is we find it um, by, by, uh, by Yai Nesach, that's a line of Abu uh, Gazara, that in a situation where a guy owes money to a yid, and he goes and sells his yai nesach or, or, and, and then brings the money that he owed to the yid, that's fine. But if he tells the yid, wait one moment, I'm going to go sell some yai nesach, and with this money of the yai nesach, I'm going to go pay you, he's not, the yid is not allowed to take that money. Why not? It's because since the guy told him initially that I'm going to sell yai nesach in order that I can have money to pay you, that means the yid wants the yai nesach to remain. If, if, if on the way to the market, the guy spills the yai nesach, and the yid won't have any money. He, the guy can't sell it, and then he won't be money to pay the yid. So if a pearl comes up that you want that yain nesach to remain kayim, and therefore uh, you're not allowed to take that money. Masha Enkin, if you didn't know that he was going to do that, he just went and sold it and brought you the money, and then you find that afterwards, oh, I, he sold yain nesach to get that money. You never wanted to be pekim because you never knew that that was the that nesach was going to be you. So you never had that desire that the yain nesach should remain kayim, and therefore the chacham were not goyzer, that the money should become awesome. So similarly, uh, according to the, the base Yosef, how, how he's explaining the tour is that since you wanted that comments to remain Kayim, therefore it would be Aser. So maybe the same thing is over here. And if we look at the, the Rebbe brings the Shal Sachubis, the Rugas Abaisim, that over there there was a Shaila that somebody had one of the 12 Chalas from the, the Belza, from the, 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 the Belza Rebbe, and it was very precious to him and he wanted to keep it. And he wants so, um, and he wanted to know if he could sell the sell this challah with his chametz, and thereby be able to keep it after Pesach. So the truth that he got was that this idea of roitzah bikumei. There's a machlekes. There's actually a machlekes about it, and he says according to the opinion that roitzah bikumei would be aser, you shouldn't. You, sh- you shouldn't hold on to the chametz. And he says, and even in a situation where you sell the chametz, but since you want, you want to make sure, you want that chametz 
of the of the bells of Rebbe, that challah of the bells of Rebbe to remain kind. You don't want the goy to eat it or to destroy it. You wouldn't be happy with just getting the monetary value of that challah. You want the challah itself back. So it comes out that when, even though you sold the chametz, but since birds of Kuma, you want that chametz, that challah to remain kayim, it could be a problem according to that uh, opinion. Therefore, he says that really what you should do is. You should, um, anyways, he says, according, even according to the opinion that you, that's right to be Kume is not an issue. I mean, let me just give you a little background uh, for that opinion. According to the Pre-Chadish, he says that a right to be Kume is only a problem when you make something hafker. If you make something hafker, but you want it to remain, that means it's not really a hafker. It's not really a bapal because you want the chametz um, to remain. So therefore, he holds that's not good. But he holds that if you sold it, and then there's a guy that owns it, then a right to be that the chametz you sold to the guy should remain kind, that's fine. Because the Pahyavi says it's not yours, it's not yours at all, it belongs to the guy. I wait to be kiyumai. He says a right to be kiyumai is only something which is shy of five by the czars, a special knas by the czars, nothing to do with chametz. So there is this machlik, is if a right to be kiyumai is shy by only a by the czar, or if it's also something which would be shy to um, chametz. But either way, the Ruga Sabais says like this, according to the opinion that it's also shy by chametz, then for sure this is something which is problematic. He said that even according to the opinion that it's okay, according to the Prichadash. Nonetheless, he says, since this khala was a Dabr Khan, because it was used by the Elzer Rebbe, so therefore you should, if there's an Indian that since one mitzvah was done with it, you should do another mitzvah with it. And he says, the best way to uh, use this particular khala is actually to use it for, for, for burning, for the burning of the chametz on Erev Pesach. So you're burning, you're doing another mitzvah with it. You're burning the chametz, uh, using this khala for, for part of the mitzvah of burning chametz on Erev Pesach. Okay, and then there's another tshuva, which is uh, similar the rubber brings down. Uh, I think there's a Zichram Yitzchak. He just quotes the Sarugas of Baisman. He says, according to his opinion, it's actually better not to burn it for the beer comments. He says, he prefers that you eat it. He says, he compares it more to the idea of kachin. Kachin, the base of English, only if the kachin became a puzzle, do you burn it. But you're not supposed to destroy it. So he says that these chalas from the Belzer Rebbe, meaning the chala from our Shirayim from Mitzadik, is something which is ke'ein. You know, kain kachim. Therefore, the proper way is not to destroy it, which you're not supposed to do by kachim, but rather you should be eating. Okay, but either way, we're seeing from him is that since it's a right to be kiyumai, there is this issue. So maybe that was the problem that Samasadi had. But since the Roshad the, the clearly was right to be kiyumai of these candies, therefore he didn't want to rely on mechir. That's one problem. The second problem the Samasadi might have had was regarding the actual mechir itself. So there's a big shaila in the Paiskim, how does mechir's chametz work? One of the fundamental parts of a sale is that there needs to be a gemir stas, meaning is there needs to be um, consent, real consent, between the buyer and the seller that a particular transaction should happen. So if it's not a, a real consent, there is no transaction. This is one of the reasons, one of the problems of gambling that when you make a gamble or a bet on something which is going to happen in the future, you don't really have a gemiras das that you want to give this other person the money because you're assuming you're right or you're correct. So therefore, when you made the bet, it was on the assumption that you're correct. Therefore, there, you know, depending on the situation, that it wasn't any gemiras das. Again, it depends. You know, there are ways around it. That's another question. But this that's one of the issues with gambling is because there is no gemiras das. So, so he says also by the person say by selling chametz. There's no gemir's das between the meicher, the meaning the yid and the guy. The yid is just planning on buying it back or, or taking it back after Pesach, and the guy is also planning on returning it. None of them are planning for this to be a real 
transaction, if the guy all of a sudden after Pesach wants to keep it, it's going to be a ganza issue. Um, and he says, especially since we know that it's usually a situation where you're sell- selling lots and lots and lots of chametz, which is something which a, this guy usually doesn't need. It's like, let's say it's a poor guy, and you're giving him like a whole factory worth of wine or beer, or beer. This is not something which is a, a real gemir's das. The guy, the guy doesn't plan on all of a sudden running this, this beer factory. And the he's obviously not really planning on selling it. He's not giving his business to him. So there is no gemir's das. So the shayla of the place came, how, how does mechiras chametz to a guy work? When it's brought in the pesefta about mechiras chametz, that was like a real mechira. So you're really selling your chametz to a guy. Of course that works. And then you can buy it back afterwards. But if there's no real mechira, how, how could it work? So there's a few explanations that are given. There's really three. There's one that the Rebbe brings in the pin. This is from the Bukhar Shor, the most famous one. He says like this, that Midah Raisa, all you need to do is be mevapal your chametz. When a person does a bitpal of the chametz on Erev Pesach and makes his chametz like, hef, uh, like, the, uh, like the, the dirt of the ground, or according to the Taisis, it's more like an idea of hefker, you're, you're releasing your ownership of, of the chametz. Midah Raisa, you fulfilled your obligation. Minhat Tayr, the only thing that needs to be done is it can't belong to when Pesach comes in. So if you're Mabat, Lord, or Mafkrit, it's not yours. But the Chachamim weren't satisfied just with being Mabat of the Chachamim, and they said that you also have to destroy it. One of the reasons maybe you, you, didn't, you weren't Mabat it properly with Allah Shalom or they were scared that maybe you'll come to eat it if you have chametz in your house and you're just mevapolet. Maybe you'll come to eat this particular piece of chametz. Either way, the point is, the chametz said that bitl is not enough. You also have to do a bedika. You have to search for the chametz and, and destroy it. That's a chiv midor So the chorsh is like this. Midor raisa, you already fulfilled your obligation. Midor they're saying that you need to destroy it. So since the chachamim were the ones that said that you have to destroy it, they're the ones that said you have to destroy it. They also are the ones that says that, it, that you're able to sell it to a guy. Meaning selling it to a guy, even though it's not going to be a completely real transaction, but that's good enough for this situation. It's, it's a good enough because it's a durbanum. So it's not, anyways, you're not really either. So maybe a better way of saying it is like this. When were the chacham goes that, that bitl's not enough and, and that you have to destroy it, that's only if you didn't sell it to a guy. But if you did sell it to a guy in such a situation, they were not gozer. Uh, even if it's not a real sale, but just the, the form of the sale, the way how we do it, that would be good enough according to the Chacham. Uh, a different way, which the Alt Rebbe brings, is that, and it's based on Iran, that we know that in order to own something, that object needs to have some value. If there's no value to that item, then what's the ownership to it? So therefore, Chametz, once it's Pesach, any Chametz that you would have owned automatically doesn't belong to you because it becomes Asurbana. So since it's Asurbana, it's Asur with any type of benefit, you don't have any ownership from it. Aye, so why are you over for owning Chametz on Pesach? It's impossible to own Chametz. So the, the Gemara tells us it's because the Torah made it as if it's yours. That since the Torah said you're not supposed to have this in your domain, and you kept in your domain, so even though legally you have no ownership of it, but nonetheless the Torah makes it as if it's yours, for the purposes of making you over on this particular iser. So he says, when does that apply? Only when you wanted the chametz. But since you did a gilui das, and you sold the chametz to guy, so by selling the chametz to guy, that's a gilui das that you don't want. And that's good enough not to be over by your rabbi yamatze. So it's a little bit different. According to the first option, you did a bitl which helps midaraisa, and the chiyam midarabanan to destroy it is able to be fulfilled 
by selling it to a guy. According to this other option of the Alter Rebbe, which he brings in Simon um, Tafnun, is that a Gili Das is enough. Yeah, that, 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 that a Gili Das would be, would be enough in this type of scenario. A gilidas that you don't want it, and then just by having a gilidas, the Torah won't make it make it as yours. So the Torah is making it yours to be over by your rabbi. Once by doing gilidas by selling it, then by that it's that shows you don't want it, and therefore it will not become yours. So he says maybe the the, the problem that Semach Sadi had was because according to the first option, it's it's according to the Bukhar um, Shar. He's basically saying is that you are selling it. It's a type of trick that you're doing. It, it is a harama. Right? It is a harama. It's a mechir, which is harama. It's a trick because what does it mean it's a trick? That you're you know, technically selling it, but both of you know that you're not really selling it. So the only reason that works is because the Chacham said that, that that helps in this situation because we're the ones that made it us, so we're also giving an option how to make it mother. But the place can tell us that that only works as long as it's not a rum in the carrots. As long as it's not recognizable that you're playing around. The transaction needs to look like a real transaction. Even if both of you know it's not a real transaction, but at least it needs to look like a real transaction. But they say whenever you have an idea where the harama, when the trick is recognizable, it's clear that it's part of the trick, then it wouldn't work. What's, for example, um, you have a guy in your city and you don't give him the key to the storage house. So that they say sold in the factory. And he lives a few doors down from the factory and, uh, you know, he probably would want to come in and get a beer every once in a while, but you don't give him the key so he can't get in. So in that type of situation, it's clear that this was a trick because you didn't give him the keys to, to, to your house or the keys to where the chametz is. So what type of transaction? It doesn't even look like a proper transaction. Rather, you need to give him the keys. And then it looks like a, a proper transaction, even if, you know, someone looking behind the scenes or understands what the idea of Pesach is, now, someone who knows what Pesach is might know that it's, you know, it's just a trick. But for the outside observer, just looking at the documents, looking looking what's going on, it does look like a good sale, and that's what the Chachamim wanted. So he says, according to this option, maybe that's the problem that some had. He says, because since the Rashad had these old candies, why would a guy want to buy a bunch of old candies? It, it looks like it looks like a trick. Uh, the Rebbe brings from, I think it was the Zichra and Yitzchak, that a similar situation, where, where regarding those chalas from the Belzerebbe, they were many months old. So this is, it looks like a, like a, a, like a Roman Nikaris. Why would a guy on Arab Pesach be buying these old stale pieces of bread? Why would he just go to the bakery and get fresh ones? So he's buying these, like these old pieces of bread, which are important to eat. It's clear, like, why would he spend money on that? Elamai, the only reason why somebody will buy that is because he's trying to help the Yidah. Because by go, he doesn't care about chalas from the tzaddik. So it's clear that it's, it's a type of trick. It's not a real transaction. So therefore, it could have been that the tzaddik was choshish, basically for this svara, that Mechira works like Bukhar Shar says. And therefore, and he's also worried that maybe selling candies, old candies, would look like a trick, and therefore it would be haram and cares, and therefore the sale wouldn't uh, work, and it would be over on Bayira, Bayamatsa, at least uh, Midraban. But the Rebbe says both of these issues wouldn't it wouldn't work because there's answers for both of them. Let's go through each one. The first one was 
that the Yid is right to the Kiyum. The Roshab would have wanted these Chalas to remain Kaim over Pesach. He wants the Goy to, to have them. So it's not his Chametz, why? But he wants the Chametz of the Goy to be Kaim. So as mentioned earlier, that's a Machloikis, if you hold of this idea of Roitz of the or not. So according to Bichalish, he doesn't hold of it at all. And even, it seems like according to the Alter Rebbe, if you look at Simon Tafnun, he writes like this. This is Tafnun Sifu days. It's also to rent to a guy, Kli, that you cook with it on top of the fire. Which regarding this Allah is when the Torah says that the problem is Ratsu Bikumai, but he doesn't, the Alter Rebbe doesn't say the problem is Ratsu Bikumai. No, he writes, He writes because the Yid will get Hanna pleasure from this comment. Is if you look at the Magan Avram, the Magan Avram explains the tour differently than in the Beis Yosef. And the Magan Avram explains that what does it mean, Reitz of Kiyuma? It means you want, uh, the Israel wants to have enough in the Chametz. But nonetheless, the point is we see that according to the Alter Rebbe, the Israel is because of Hanan you're going to get out of them. Let me explain to you what that means. As we said earlier, according to the Beis Yosef, the shot of the tour was the reason why if you, if you rent this. Uh, guy would be a problem is because you, if the Kli breaks, it's going to destroy the Chametz, and then it's going to be your responsibility. So you don't want the Kli to break, and you don't want the Chametz by default to be to, to, to get ruined. You don't want the Chametz to get ruined by your Kli. So Papayal, you want the Kim of that uh, Chametz because it's connected to the, because they're cooking it in your Kli. The Magan of Ram disagrees. He, he learns it totally differently. He holds that's not a problem. He says, what was the problem? He's saying is that by you want, the, if you take a clee and you put it on top of the fire and it's empty, let's say it's an earthenware clee, you put it on top of the fire and the clee is empty, it gets hotter and hotter and eventually it's going to crack. So you want the guy to cook comments inside of it. Once you, since you want the guy to cook comments inside of it, because if he doesn't cook comments inside of it, your clee is going to get broken. So, over here, it's not just that you wrote to Bikiyuma, you want, just want the Chametz to remain, to remain. No, you want the Chametz to remain because you're going to get some type of Hanaf from it. That's the difference. So according to this way of learning, let's look at the Rashab. The Rashab had candies. By the, he sells it to the guy. So now the guy has the candies. What Hanaf are you getting from this uh, candies on Pesach? Not getting any Hana. It's just that you want it to remain Kayim. Okay, you're allowed to, it's not yours. So you're allowed to, a guy has Chametz, he has a factory of beer. You're allowed to, I want that beer to remain after Pesach. I enjoy that, uh, that guy's beer. That's okay, it's nothing to do with you. The problem is only when you want it to be Kayim because it gives you some type of Hana on Pesach. So let's say, uh, like again, the example of the Mangan Abram is that you gave a, you're renting, you're renting to him a Kli that belongs to you. So the Kli is mine. And then he's cooking chametz in my kli. So even though the chametz is not mine, but I want the chametz to be in the kli. I want the chametz to be kaim and to be inside of the kli when he's cooking with it and when he's using the, my kli in order that the kli shouldn't break. So over there, you're actually getting hanah because by the chametz being in the kli, when it's being cooked, your kli is protected. So there's hanah you're actually getting that your kli will, will, uh, will, will have this protection. Masha'enke in the story of the Rashad, there is nothing he's getting on Pesach itself. What Hanan is he getting on Pesach? It's after Pesach, he's able to get it back. Shreyach, that's like any other Mithira. That's not a problem. So, that, so that's why, according to the Alter Rebbe, that would not be uh, problematic for rights of the Kumai. 
and therefore the Rashab at Samachzadik Bukhari wouldn't have had that problem because the Alter Rebbe doesn't mention anything. He doesn't hold this idea of Reutzik Yimai uh, like the way the, how the Beis Yosef explains it. And I mentioned before, the Pichadish doesn't hold of it Bukhari at all, um, but definitely what's more relevant as how the Alter Rebbe says, and he doesn't. And then he right, continues on. He says, There's many places that don't ask or come to us because of rights pekimai. Tells you to look at the prechadish. He says, in the das and chas yitzchak, the shulchan aruch, whoever the shalos tshuva sarugas habaisim, that that would hold of this idea of of uh, the, the shulchan aruch, meaning the beis yosef, holds of rights pekimai. As we said, that that's how the beis yosef explains. Opinion of the tour, and then he gives you different places where to look for a lot more details about this topic. The second issue we had was that he's selling it, but since you're selling it in the way that it's nicker, that it's not a real transaction, because the guy has no use of an old candy, just like he has no use of old pieces of challah from the Belzer Rebbe, he could get fresh candies or fresh challah. So it's nicker that it's an aron, and therefore the tikkunus tachamim is selling wouldn't work. He says that wouldn't be relevant to how the uh, how we do mechiras chametz. The way how we do Mechiras uh, comments, he says, Ladas Paiskin, especially according to the Alter Rebbe, in the Mechiras, the Mechiras comments is, is a Mechira Gemur. In a way that you're not going to be over by your by your eye, by your matzah, even, even Midaraisa, and of course not Midarabana. Because the comments that you're buying, it never was Bithal after. I Meaning, according to the Alter Rebbe, it's, it's not the word that you're Mavatal it and then it's only Asa Midarabana. According to the Alter Rebbe, once you sell it, that basically means. Um, you're not being mavatul. You can't really do both things together. It's a little bit contradictory. Are you being mavatul the chametz? That means it's not yours. So how are you selling it? Elamai, you're not selling. You're not uh, being mavatul. Oh, that's one issue. The second issue is that if you're if you're mavatul but you have bedas that you want it to remain after Pesach, so it's, we'll get to that later on. If that's even considered a good hefker, if you're being mafkir with the das and taking it back eight, seven days, or eight days later, that might not be considered a good hefker, which is the second issue. But even besides for that, you can't really do both things together. You can't be mafkir and saying it's not yours and then you go sell it. What are you selling? It's nothing that belongs to you. Alamai, he holds it's a mechira gemur. It's a proper mechira, and especially the Rebbe says that's why you have to have the or kablin. Or kablin, he they inside the contract, it's clear. Many times it's written in a way that it's clear it's a proper transaction, it's a proper sale, and there's an error problem, and there's different things that the Alter Rebbe puts into the, into the Shamach here to show that it's a real sale. Therefore, even if a person doesn't read Hebrew, doesn't understand what's being said, once you sign it, or in our case, once the Rav signs it, because we make the Rav a power of attorney, that sale is binding. That's how powerful it is. Even if you don't know what's being written, it's a mamish real sale. So according to the Alter Rebbe, it wouldn't have been a problem to sell it. So now we're going back to the original question. Why is it some stuff making him eat the candies? If it's a problem because of selling, well, selling, it's a, it might be, it's not a real sale. It is a real sale. So Mamish belongs to the guy. And if the problem is because he's right to be human, he wants the comments on Pesach to have a kiyam, according to the Alter Rebbe, the only time that that would be a problem is if you're actually having enough from that comments on Pesach. But you're not having enough in this comments on Pesach. So again, it should not be any type of issue. So why didn't he do that? So that's the uh, first uh, you know, so, so, so the question still remains, why couldn't he sell? Now we're going to, <clears throat> there's a second option, what the rubber shop could have done. <clears throat> the second, <clears throat> the second option is, is that he could have made it heftier. Meaning, Midra Raisa, the Pasuk tells us, uh, you, you, 
that lawyer lecha, which means lecha yataraya, about the rish lecha mishal hafri. Not let's see your own, but you are allowed to see comments of others. And also hafri, that's the lashon of the rebbe. It's based on a sefri. We know Tosis passes that way. That when someone makes something hafri, and that's all lachal amaisi. If you make it hafri, it's not yours. So the rights of that's good enough. It's only your comments you're over on. If it's not yours, you're fine. But the chamur goyzer that hafri is not enough. Rather, you need to destroy it, Papaya. Why? Uh, for two reasons I already told earlier. One reason is because Bipple and Hafka is really tolly in the das of the person, his thought process. So there's a chashash that maybe he wasn't, he didn't really make it Hafka Balap Shalom. He didn't do the Hafka properly. He didn't have Balap Shalom that he's really making this Hamas uh, Hafka. So if it's not Balap Shalom, then it's not going to work. Uh, the second reason is because maybe he'll come to eat it, because since you're Ragum with Hamas the whole year, maybe you'll forget and you'll come to eat it. Uh, if it's in your home, uh, you'll come to eat it. Fine. But the Alder says, or sorry, the, the Rebbe tells us there's, a, there's an Eitzah for this coup. Because what could have the Rashab done? He could have made it Hafkar in the Rashutha Rabbin, in a Mak and Hafkar Mamish, in a place where there's no people going. And after Pesach, he'll come back and be Zoyfin. And the Alder says clearly that your Mutter Lassus can't, you're allowed to do that Lachatila. You're allowed to be mafir and put in in a place of hafkir. Mafkiroi or lanicha b'makhafkir. Either destroy the chametz or be mafkir and put in a makhin hafkir. So in achinami, if you leave it in your own home, there's this shash that uh, you didn't do it b'lab shalom, or that you're going to come to eat it. But if you take it out of your house and put it in a public domain, you make an hafkir. In that type of situation, you do not have any shash that it wasn't b'lab shalom, and there's no shash um, that you might come to eat it. So why didn't the rishab do that? Let's look into this a bit more. So the truth is, this is really Tali and a Machlekes HaToyskin. And it's based on a Yerushalmi in Psachim, Perik Bezal uh, The Gemara over there is discussing that someone who's mafkir his Chametz on the 13th, meaning it's before Pesach started, the Shailah is Lachar Pesach Ma'ah. What's the Lachar with this Chametz after Pesach? So you made it after. So we know if you didn't make it after, you just have Chametz in your house. And we know the Lachar is Chametz Sha'amullah the Pesach. It's also well no. If you have comments, you didn't sell it, you didn't mock it, nothing, of course it's also well no, you're not allowed to do it, keep it after Pesach. Uh, that's a kanas, midrabana. But what happens if you're mock it? So midrabana, you weren't either. The only thing is, you know, you obviously didn't destroy it. So you're mock the chametz, but you didn't destroy the chametz. What's the halacha in that situation? So the, 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 so the Yushalmi brings the machalikis. Yushalaki says it's mutter. And while according to Rabbi Yechanan, it's going to be asr. And he says, why is it going to be Asr after Pesach? It's because we're chayshish that the person's going to do haram. He's going to do a trick. And we'll discuss what this trick is in a moment. But the point is, we pass in the Rabbi Yechanan, that if, even if you did your bitl on Erev Pesach, but you left chametz in your home, and after Pesach you come back and you see that there's, uh, some, let's say, some chametz inside of your home, uh, you're not, you can't have enough of it. Ah, you weren't over Midir Raisa. But Midir Banan, it's going to be Asr because we're chayshish that there, because of this harama, therefore, um, we're still going to give you the knas, basically, that this chametz will still be applicable. So it's, the knas is not just when you're even midiraisa. The knas would be even when you aren't even midiraisa by your rabbi say, Nonetheless, any chametz which was in your property over Pesach will still be asr. So what exactly is this haram? So there's three ways of understanding what the trick was. One way is. One way is that we're chayshish, that a person will say that he made it half and he didn't. 
Meaning, you're going to come to a person's house after Pesach and you see as uh, you know all the pizzas ready to go. Say, hey, they have chametz. What's going on? They go, oh, I made it after. Do we know if he's telling the truth? Do we know he's not? So since we're chayshish, people might do this. They might say it becomes hafker. You know, may let's say they forgot to be mafker, or they purposely didn't do it, or who knows what the situation is. There's a certain chashash that people might say it was hafker, even in scenarios that for whatever reason it wasn't hafker. Therefore, the chamur geyser, that in all situations where a person has chametz in his property over Pesach, it's going to be aser. And this is what the, how the Prichadosh explains it, also the Magad Avram, that the, the Shushami is basically saying that in all situations are going to be Aser because of light plug. Like it doesn't make a difference why that comments was there. You made it hafker and then you didn't even know it was, it was, it was in a crack in your home. You was a, you know, a piece of comments in your crack of your home. You didn't sell it. You made everything hafker. You didn't even know that it was there. So clearly it was Balat Shalom. You wouldn't come to eat it. Nonetheless, it was a complete accident and you made it hafker. So maybe therefore it should work. No, the chamim or geyser, like plug all situations, it will never work. Because if we let you keep it, the next year, the next guy is going to do it and say, oh, I, I, I was mocked too. That's one option. Second option is similar. This is from the Orzeruah, and also from Menachem Kanti, that he says that it, he holds it's the same type of aroma that you'll say you sold it, but you didn't, you're going to say that you made it after, but at MSU didn't make it after. But he says, there are options of how to remedy the situation. The Chum didn't say this Gezerah of Haram in all scenarios. They only said it when Haram makes sense. Meaning, he says, if, let's say you, um, let's give you an easier one. So, this is, I don't think it's from the Orzu himself, but others uh, bring this option. Let's say you're mafkir in front of Eden. So the Chamim made the, the Gezerah that a Hafgur on your own won't happen. Because if you make a Hafgur on your own, nobody knows if it happened or not. So Hafgur on your own will never help because you, if we let it help for you, then the next guy next year is going to do it and he didn't really make it Hafgur. But maybe Hafgur in front of Aiden will help because what's the, what's the trick that can be done? Oh, I was also mocked in front of Aiden. Okay, where's Aiden? Oh, uh, I don't have any Aiden. So if... So therefore, according to some of these uh, fortune, they're going to say is that if you're mocked in front of Adam, that's going to be good because then they know you made a hafker. Another option, this is from the Arzura, is that you put it into the Rosh Hashanah. You put it into the uh, public domain. So if you put it in the, in the public area, this is also something that's going to become revealed. I put it in the public, public domain and I was mocked so if it really happens, then in most scenarios, people will see it or it, there's a possibility that will be saying, oh, I left it in that area. So people will be afraid to say that if they didn't actually leave it there because someone might come and say, wait a second, I was actually there on Tuesday and nothing was there. So it's a similar type of idea. So by Adam, it's even stronger that Mamish, you need to have Adam and we'll know if he's lying. But even when you just put it outside of your Rishus, there's also a capability that it will be a su legal, a legalis, that if, if he's lying or not. According to others, they say it has to be in front of three. Okay, we'll get to why three, um, three you need it, but that's more have to do with halachas of hafkar, meaning is that midr and any type of hafkar, you need to be mafkarit in front of three people. Like a real hafkar, midr there's a machlaik, is it, could you make something hafkar on your own, or do you make something hafkar in front of one person? But midr you definitely need three people to make something hafkar. So therefore, you say not in front of two people, but you made it in front of three people. 
Uh, so, so there is regarding um, if you hold it that this idea of chametz hafker on Pesach, there is a, a somewhat of discussion. If you're going to make it hafker, could it be on your own or could it be um, with, with us have to also be in front of three people? Before I get into that, what is what, what is the Orzura saying? The Orzura saying is like that. that when the Yerushalmi said that it's going to be about of a Ram and it's going to be us after Pesach, that's only in a situation where there could be a Ram. But if you took it out of your wishes, or according to others, you, you, you were mocked in front of Adam, then there's no chashash harama, and therefore in those types of situations, you could actually keep the chametz after Pesach. So there is a, um, so let's say you put it outside. Do you need it, and you made it happy. You took your chametz, you brought it outside, you made it happy in Rosh Does that need to be in front of three people? So, so there's a little bit of a discussion. Some say the bakhla, that once you're doing a maisa, you're bringing it outside, and that's something which is recognizable that it's after, it's in a place that anybody can take it. So then there is no gazeras fachamen that you need three people in when you're putting it in a makim hafker that anybody's able to get it. But what it happens if it's uh, on your own, according to others, if it's on your own, let's say you did it privately in your home and then you took it out, let's say you're mafkered in your home. Uh, others say that you need to have, that even on Pesach, one would be enough, because since a person is worried about the Isr Bali Rabbi Yimatzeh. So since there's a Chshash of Bali Rabbi Yimatzeh, or not a Chshash, there's a Isr Alav of Bali Rabbi Yimatzeh, in that scenario, a person will MSB Mafrid even on its own. Meaning a non-Sahadi, just similar, like when you put something in Rosh Hashanah, a non-Sahadi, we know that the person was really Mafrid. You don't need to be in front of three people. So also in this situation, there's the Bali Rabbi Yimatzeh, we know that he was Mafrid for Shalom, therefore it could be even done uh, according to some, you put it in Rosh Rabbin, you do it on your own, you're good to go. Others say that it needs to be in front of three, just like any other hafker. That a hafker always needs to be in front of three midirabanan. So also here it needs to be uh, in front of three midirabanan. That there's no special hatter by Chomets on Pesach. Okay, so what's, so let's go back in. So, so what's the, oh, that's sorry, that's just two options. Option number three is, what's the harama that you had Kavana that were chayshish, that when you made hefker, you had kavana to be koinyan after Pesach. Meaning, in other words, you had kavana that the hefker will only be for the eight days of Pesach. So the halacha is, that if someone is mafker something for a set amount of days, so if it's eight days in this scenario, the hefker works that it stays in your rishos until the next person is kind. So in a regular type of hafker, how it works is, I'm mafker something, anybody's allowed to take it. And it's completely not mine, it completely leaves my rishos, and, and anybody else is allowed to take it. I have the same right as anybody else in this particular item. But, but when you're um, sell it for a, when, when you're mafkered for a particular point of time, then the halacha is that it belongs to you until someone else takes it. And when that other person takes it, then it leaves Rishos and becomes that other person's. Why is that the scenario? Uh, I think there's two possible reasons that are brought, maybe more. One reason is because the Chavim felt that if your person was really making it happier than anybody can take and he has no rights to it, then why are you only saying for eight days? The Mashmois is that I'm only making it happier for eight days, means that if, which basically means if no one is coining, I'm keeping it for myself, that really means is that you're keeping it and you're saying if somebody takes it, then I'm going to let them have it. If no one takes it, I'm going to keep it for myself. So there was this idea that since you're saying it's for a certain amount of days, probably what you meant was that it's you're keeping some schus to it. But since you're keeping some schus to it, it's yours unless someone else takes it. 
Um, it's almost, not exactly, it's almost like a matana with like conditions to it. It's not exactly a matana, and we're not going to get into that, but it almost feels like a gift. Like, like if someone wants to take it as a gift, then it belongs to them. So it's yours until, if you give someone a gift, until the person is kind of the gift, it still belongs to you. So also over here, Hefker, if you make it with a certain amount of days, that's another option why that would be is that it's uh, because they're scared of a trick that might be done. Because there's a lacha, a field that belongs to Hefker is not high in Jerusalem icebergs. So they were scared that a person will go and say, you know what, my field is uh, Hefker for uh, five days. And then after those five days, the field will belong, will, will belong to him again. And then it's Hefker. So he doesn't, you know, maybe even say one day. It's Hefker for one day. And then after that one day, it belongs back to him. So it was Hefker. So it's Patun Trumasamizers, but now it's his again. So it's uh, like, like, so he's very excited about that. So that, and when you give it for a certain amount of time, it's not going to actually, it's going to continue to belong to you. It's not going to be considered happy. It's going to continue to belong to you. And therefore, after that time period, if no one actually took it, then it will have always been yours, and you're going to be continued to be high in Trumasamizers. So the point is, going back to Hametz, this is the same idea. When a person is Mechavin, he's going to, do a bittel, but his kavana is, I'm going to be coined it after Pesach. So therefore, this could be a type of hafker. It's a hafker for a certain amount of time. So therefore, the halach is, it's still going to belong to you. So you are selling it, uh, sorry, you're making half for a certain amount of time, so therefore, it's still going to belong to you until someone actually actually takes it. Um, fine. Uh, fourth option. Uh, fourth option is that maybe you're not going to be mavaf with, with a lefshal that you're saying that I'm making this thing bottle, but the truth is you still want to hold on to it. This is similar to what we've spoken before. So it's not even a hefker for Zman. I'm making it hefker, but he's not really making hefker because he, he, he wants to keep it. So now let's go through some of these options. So let's look at the Orzirua's option. So according to the Orzirua, so first of all, we already said lechatchila. A person is allowed to just bring his stuff into the Shus Rabbin, make it hefker. Lekuliyama, he's not going to be over in Bali Rabbi Yamatze. But the question is, would this help for this chametz not to be over? Um, would this help that this chametz will not become aser after Pasach? So let's look at the, the, the different options. Let's start from the Orzura. So the Orzura says, yes, definitely. He had a very eight eight of the Rebbe Rashad. He, he could have done it. Um, he brings it into the Rishos Rabbin. So if he brings it into the Rishos Rabbin, then we know it's of the left shalom. You're bringing it to the public domain. Anybody theoretically could take it. So that's a left shalom. And of course, uh, you're doing it, there's, there's Adim or there's Rishus Ram, so we know um, it's a double Asuri Golis, so there's no shots that the guy's doing some type of trick. So it's, it, it would work out. And also, according to the fourth option, which was that, the, that he's not going to do it with the left shalom, if you look at Prima Godin, he also says that when a person takes it out of the problem with the left shalom is, according to the Prima Godin, he has an interesting opinion. He says is that by Bittel or Hefker, it goes after what you say. We don't care about what's in your mind. It actually is after what you say. So if you're saying that this thing is Hefker and in your mind it's not, he holds that you go after what, you, what your words are. So since your words are saying that it's Hefker, it's similar to another, then it's Hefker. But the problem is, if you leave it in your property, I'm making it Hefker. And in my heart, I want it. So at the moment you said it's Hefker, it's not Hefker for that moment. But since I really want to keep it, so there's no contradiction between the heart and the, and the words. The words are contradicting you only at the moment of Hefker. So it's Taka was Hefker maybe for that moment. But a second later, 
it becomes that it belongs to you again because you because you, you want it. And since it's in your property, the, the chatzor is kind of for you. So what does the prima value say? The eitz is that you should take it out of your property. So you take it out of your property, then it can't be kind of. So you're, you're mafker it, even though in your heart you want it still, but you took it out of your property. So therefore, it doesn't belong to you anymore. You're mafker You go after what you actually say. So it's taka hafker. It's not in your rishus, so you're, therefore your property cannot reacquire it. And therefore, you have, a, you have an eitzah for the rishab. Take it out. Say it's hafker. Or the Marash's father would have to do it. Take it out. Say it's hafker. And especially if it's in front of Aiden. And then you're, you're, you're good to go. But, uh, he, he, right. But he says, according to the first Eifen, according to the Brichadash, there is no Eitzah. Because according to the Brichadash, he says that the Gezeres, the Chalmah, and the Haram was in all scenarios. They were like plug. They don't care how you made it happen. You made it happen and you left in your house, happen and you took it to Shusrabim, happen in front of Adam. It doesn't matter. According to the Prihadish, the Gezer of the Chamla is in all scenarios it's going to be problematic because if you permit it in certain scenarios, people are going to start saying, oh, I did, I did that too. Like, uh, basically, even if technically there's not a shot that you're going to come to say, I did it in front of Adam, but when the Chamla makes Gezer, they, they make a Gezer in, in a simplistic way without any exceptions. So they made a Gezer across the board that you cannot uh, keep any Hamach versus Hefkin. And the Alter Rebbe Paskin is like the Prihadish, as Alter Rebbe writes in Kunchasachrin, that he writes it as the, this is in uh, Ara, uh, quotes it later on in Ara 24, he calls it um, that someone who is mafkir is Hamach before Pasach, that it's Asla, not after Pasach, at Kedi'isa B'yushal in Perik Bez, Allah Bez, the Fipir Shamitish, Allah Bez, Rambara, Prihadish, Kamachin, Zbar, Simon, Tafnan, Has. That he clearly passes like the Prihadish, that it's going to be Asa. So therefore, according to, I kind of jumped a bit. So according to these other options, we, we, the Roshab would have had an option. We would have an Eitzah. Meaning is, what you want to do is keep it, put it in Rosh Hashanah, do it in front of Adam, and then he could have kept it for after Pesach. He says, but according to the Alter Rebbe, that wouldn't help. First of all, because he passes, as I just mentioned, like the Pre-Chadash. The, the harambah, the isra harambah would be all scenarios. So even if you would do that, that chametz, that candy would still be usher bahana after Pasach. And another issue that he brings down is that the Alter doesn't hold this idea of, of that he holds it, like the Kumagana, he holds that needs to be piv the Levi. Right? Even if you place in a place in a makam, which is hafkar for everybody, you need to make it hafkar in your mouth and your heart. So it needs, you need a Hefker Gummer. So that's one issue. So if you don't have a Hefker Gummer, that wouldn't help. Furthermore, you're not allowed to have Das at the time that you're making Hefker that you're going to be kind of after Pesach. Or like the Benim Achim, or someone else won't be coming in front of you. Because then it's not Hefker Gummer. Why? Because according to the Alter Rebbe, this idea that you have in mind to acquire it uh, that you're only basically, it's yours after Pesach as long as someone else doesn't cop it, that basically means that you're making it happen for a particular period of time. So if you're making it just for a particular period of time, then it's not, then it's, not, then, then it's yours. So some Macharim want to say, as I mentioned, that in the case of Chametz Pesach, since there's this Isser, Ba'yirah, Ba'yim Matzeh, therefore 
uh, we assume that when the person's being mafkir, he's, he's really mafkir, and even when he's doing it for a eight-day period, what he, he's completely, the way how he wants it is that it completely doesn't belong to him. It completely doesn't belong to him. And they also want to say further that when did the Chamanate this Gezerah of, of um, that whenever, for a time period, it, it, it's going to belong to you until someone else takes it from you, they say that's only by Karka, that's only by land, because by land there's this Kashash of, of Kos Meiser. Like you're going to try to get rid of Meisa, but when we're talking about metalplan, movable objects, there is no gzeres uh, chacham that it's yours until someone is zoichen it. So therefore, since we're talking about chametz on Pesach, so chametz on Pesach, um, it's is metalplan clearly. Therefore, you don't. Therefore, when you're when you're giving when you're um, being mafkid for a period of time, we don't have the gzeres that. It, belongs to you until someone else takes it. Therefore, it would not belong to you. And we assume he does it because he doesn't want to be over by your by your say. Therefore, it wouldn't actually belong to him. And after Pesach, it should be Matabana. But the Alta Rebbe clearly doesn't hold of that. The Alta Rebbe holds that A, that this applies even by the Kaplan. He says when the Kham made the Gezerah, he says it's in the Kutra Asachim, they made it by everything. They didn't just make it by Karka, they also made it by Metalplan. Um, and you bring some proofs for that, how we know that it was also by Metalplan. And um, so therefore it would be, would be a problem. He says, Ula, you might even be over Midaraisa. Not, it's not only a, 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 a Midarabana, because Midarabana, they say it doesn't help. It could be that you're even going to be over Midaraisa because um, one of the exerts that the Chaman made is that when someone makes something after, for the first three days, it's still shy to you. You could always be Chayzer. It's still any type of hefker. The first three days, it's shy uh, to you. And the way how the Re'im, Re'im understands it, the Re'im understands it to mean that will be in this scenario, that's a Dinda Raisa. That's, I'm not sure. Okay, let me see what he, how he wrote it. He says, he's Oibu'ala Valyu'ala 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 According to the Re'im, this is Ha'ara uh, 23. He'll be Oibu'ala Valyu'ala on Valyu'ala uh, because in this type of scenario, the Hefka wouldn't actually work at all. So uh, I don't remember offhand which way it worked. I'm not, I don't remember if it worked that what the Re'im is learning is that everybody agrees that this idea that it doesn't work for the first three days is a dinda so the Hefka doesn't take effect right away. Or he's saying is that the Chamim, they're the ones who are able to Chamim, the Torah gave over to the Chamim the right of how to decide how dinner Hefka should work. This is a, this is a Kenyan, this is a type of Kenyan, it's, it's monetary law, it's civil law, and the Chum, the Torah gave the Chamim the ability to set up how these laws will work. So therefore, the Chamim are saying that for the first few days, it, it still belongs to you. After Beis and after Beis has their ability, basically, to set up these laws. So according to the aim, it seems like, I don't remember which one of those two reasons it was, um, but either way, Papayal is saying that it would actually still belong to you, literally, for the first three days. But either way, even if you don't hold to the rain, but, but according to everybody else, for sure, you would be over Midurban on, on all those things. Therefore, according to the al uh, it wouldn't work. So this would explain why the Rebbe Shad couldn't use the Eitzah of just making it hafker. Because I'll put it hafker, I'll put it in the Rosh Hashanah It says, A, as I mentioned, if you have Das Vizoycha in it after Pesach, A, it might have not been Balat Shalom, because he wants to take it after Pesach, something very important to him. B, um, 
he has mind to take it after Pesach, maybe it's not even a real hafter, it's going to be yours until someone else takes it. And probably the most important, because even if you're going to assume that the first two times, maybe the, you know, the Rashab or Marash will do it properly, of course, he was chayshish by he'll be meifer, he'll be not making hefter legamri. So even if he does make it hefter legamri, you still have the last issue, which would be, according to the Brichadish, and that's how about the Rapaskins, according to the Rishalmi, someone who's hefter chametz, the author writes that even if it's mushlochosh sarabim, and after Pesach you find someone else's comments, you go after Pesach you find signs no comments on the street. It belongs to someone else who made it happen before Pesach, and then you take it. You're not allowed to eat it. The mamish it's also but not even in every type of scenario. So therefore, hafka would not work. But the rabbi tries to still, still come up with an etzah. So as the you can still come up with an etzah. He says, because our situation might be a little bit different. He says, Alter Rebbe was talking about proper chametz. And when you have chametz gomer and you make it hafker, uh, since we're chayshin for a it's going to be usher in all situations and you need to destroy it, you can't have enough. He says, but if you look in our situation, we're talking about a candy of the Rebbe Rashab. A candy, first of all, is not necessarily even chametz. Why? Candies aren't necessarily, well, what's the chash, I, I guess, by candies? Candies are made with sugar. And sometimes sugar and flour sometimes get mixed together. Therefore, many people have a minute of cooking their, sh- their sugar before Pesach, just in case some flour got mixed in. So, you know, you, just by cooking it, uh, you're making sure that it's bottled the shishim. Uh, we bottled before Pesach, even if there was any flour, or maybe you'd be able to sift it out. I guess those are two options. You sift, you sift it to make sure there's no flour, and then you cook it, because even if there was, you'd be able to move off with, uh, by 60 times more sugar. But either way, there's, by, by these candies, there's maybe a chashash if there's some flour inside of the candy. Fine. So that's the chashash. So, Candies on their own are comments. Achshash that maybe some, there's some flour on it. But he says, even if there was flour inside of the candy, we have a rule that before Pesach, it's, if it's a yavish be yavish, two dry items, it's bottle the right. If it's two red items or something that you're cooking, uh, it would be bottle the shishin. So I don't know what type of candy this was, if it was like, you know, something that they're squishing together, sugar, like a leather candy, uh, or it was something that they would cook. But either way, the chashash, if there's a little bit of flour, would be definitely bottled the right, and it would even be bottled the samak, we bottled the 60. So the halacha is that if you cooked it before Pesach, it would be bottled the, 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 the samak in 60. On Pesach, we know chametz is also b'mashu. So on Pesach, of course, chametz is also b'mashu, so this won't work. But it's before Pesach, before the zman is of chametz takes place, then it could become bottled. So we're saying it's really a fake sake. A, was there any... Is this, was there any flour on this candy yet, you know, in the first place? And even if there was some fl- flour, it would have been cooked off, it would have been cooked before Pesach. So anyways, it would have been bottle uh, b'shishin. Therefore, there wouldn't have been any iser value by Yamatsi. And, uh, and he says, and he says, there, he does bring that there is an opinion that holds um, that Bayurah by Yamatsi would apply would apply midrabanan by an item that was bought in the shishim. So let's say you had um, you had some cooked food, you had a, a, a pot of soup from before Pesach, which is kashla Pesach, but um, you know and, and some some a little flour got mixed into the pot of soup, and you you know it's not a sup. You know that there's some flour inside of the soup got mixed in. So it's before Pesach, so it's bottled by sixty. So there's a machlekes. If that's bottle the 60. So the main opinion is that it is bottle the 60, but there is a machmir and there is an opinion that says that you know what? On Pesach itself, it's you cannot eat it. Why? Because 
because there's a machlekes, how does Bittal work? Is Bittal the pshat when you have 60 times more than that item? Is the pshat that the Isser becomes Heter, that since it's so much more and it got mixed in with the Heter, now it's part of the Heter, so it becomes completely Mother? Or is the Vart that it's just so much more, therefore it's not relevant? So it's not relevant, this Isser, so therefore you can eat it, but because the Isser is not relevant. Therefore there's a Xeradurban, according to this opinion, that you're not allowed to eat all of it together. Since if you eat all of it together, you know for sure you're eating the Isser. So you can't eat it all together. But if you eat it in two shots, at each time eating it, you say, you know what, the time that I'm eating now is okay. And when you eat it the next time, oh, the food that I'm eating now would be okay. Maybe it was last time was, if there was any Isser. Fine, but the point is that it's not actually transformed to a Heter. It's still going to be uh, an Isser inside of there. So he says, according to this opinion, on Pesach itself, they hold that you wouldn't be able to eat this item. Because since on Pesach, even though there's a Mashu Isser, the Mashu Isser uh, is Choy Zemenir basically on Pesach. So on Pesach, it never was transformed to Hatter. It's still awesome there. It's just insignificant. But on Pesach, it is significant. That little bit of hummus that's in this big pot of soup, all of a sudden on Pesach becomes significant. Therefore, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be allowed to eat it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be allowed to eat it. And you'd have to destroy it Midraban. But either way, um, either way, what are we seeing from here? That over here we have these candies. And it's a fake fake. One something is, isn't the chlaw was there any flour in the first place? And even if there was, it would be Bethel the Shishim. And if it's Bethel the Shishim, then according to one opinion, completely mutter on Pesach, you'll not even eat it. And according to the Yishmach Mirim, um, there would be a Chiv Midr to destroy. So let's look at the Yishmach Mirim. Of course, because we're talking about the Tzadik, there's the Yishmach Mirim. So it's a Sveik, Sveika by Yishmach Mirim. Fine. So that's what's point one. Then you continue at one, one level more. The next level is, that we know, you also, you also were, you're making this hefter, right? So it's a sveik sveika, and the, the Rav Shabbos is going to make this item hefter. You're going to put the Rishis Rabbin, make it hefter. But we said that's not going to help because, um, really because of two issues. One issue was, because, let's start, start with the Bichadash, is because of Harama, because maybe there's a trick over here. If we allow you to do it, everyone else is going to do the same thing. But he says, that doesn't apply, that might not apply by candies for a few reasons. First of all, because by candies, you don't want to have enough from an after Pesach. So what was the Xera? The Xera was that if we allow you to keep it, even though you said you made it after, everyone else is going to copy you or they're going to pretend to copy you. But over here, no one's going to pretend to copy him. He's not keeping it to eat it or even to have a nice, keeping it just to hold on to. So therefore, it might not have been part of the Xer in the first place. When the Chacham goes to that, that even in the case of a Rama, it's Asr and you have to destroy it. That's only if the purpose of keeping it was to have eaten or have Hana. So therefore, there are goes in all scenarios. If the purpose of making it happen and keeping it was not even for Hana, then it might not have been part of the Xer in the first place, which is an interesting idea. And he says, furthermore, it, this is, we're talking about a Sveik Sveik Adorabana. So there's a Sveik Sveik Adorabana regarding an Indian of Hefker. Will this Hefker, which itself is a Durbanan, would it be Hal on this candy? So it's a Safik if there's even flour there. There's a Sveik Sveik if there was flour there, it could have been bottled of decision. So it's definitely a Sveik Sveik of Durbanan. And what the Safik is, the Safik is that this Harama, which is also Durbanan, would it be Hal on, what was the Xer even put onto this item in the first place? Because maybe they never made the Xer. Especially the Rebbe says, because it's not something which is common. How common is it that somebody wants chametz not to eat, not to have a nod, just to hold on to? It's not something which is common. So, and therefore, we have mechlal. We know we have a rule that something which is common, the chametz usually aren't goyzer on. And um, 
So therefore, that would be one, that, that, so therefore it should be okay. Furthermore, the other issue that we mentioned, the other issue is that maybe you're, you know, when you're, when you're mafkir for Izman for seven, eight, for eight days, then it still belongs to you during that period of time. He says, but then again, that's also just a durbana. So here it's a sveik sveika durbana, if there's even chametz there. And regard, so therefore you might not have to make it hafker at all. And even if you did have to make it hafker, there's a chachamim made a gzera that it still belongs to you. He says, but when did the chachamim make a gzera that it still belongs to you? Especially again, we're talking about the talpun, which is According to the Alter that would be a problem. According to many places in the Talmud, Mechah, there's not this there, but even by the Talmud, let's assume there is. The Alter Rebbe holds there is. That's only by something which is common. So when Bechlal do the Chamenik Vizir, that by land or by Karka, then you're mafkir to a certain amount of time that still belongs to you until someone actually in it, that's only in a common case. And he brings a proof. The proof is that if you look in the, in the Gemara, in the Dari, Dachman Dalit, which discusses this whole Sugya, it tells us in the Mishnah that there's Machlaikis Chacham Rebbe Yoisi regarding a person that makes a nether that he's not going to have enough in his friend. And then they're in a desert, the guy's starving, and he wants to give him something, but he's not allowed to take it because he made a nether. So he says, what do you do? You take your food, whatever, and, you're, and you make it hafter. And then the person can take it. According to Rebbe Yoisi, it doesn't help. Um, the, passion, the reasoning is because according to Rebbe Yoisi, he holds that it always, he, Rabbi Yossi holds it always belongs to you. It always belongs to you until the next person takes it. So Papel, he's basically being, after works, kind of like similar to a gift, according to Rabbi Yossi in all scenarios. According to the Chaman, which we pass them like, Hapka doesn't work that way. Hapka works that you're removing your Lashos. But when does that happen? Only when it's, uh, only after uh, two conditions. It has to be after one, one if it's for a certain amount of time that it's, during that point of time, it will still belong to you. And the second thing is that for the first three days, it still also belongs to you. So the Shaila is, if this person's starving, and for the first three days, Midorabana, it still is shy to you because we're chayshish of Harama by Meiser. So therefore, the first three days, whenever you make something hefker, it's not going to be considered hefker until after those three days pass. So how is this guy taking the food? Midorabana would be also for him to take it. So Taisus, uh, the, the Tzaddik, I think it brings some Taisus, that the reasoning is, because it's a most of the sorry, the rush. That according to the rush and the sugi over there, that even though you're, you're able to be chayzer within three days, so that means it belongs to you. So how could this person, the, the other person who is ushered to have any enough from you take it? The reason is it's mutter in this scenario because it's a missile of the that you're going to be starting in the desert, therefore there weren't misakin in this, these types of scenarios. So I would say same thing by us. By having like this candy which is from the rabbi and you want to keep it, something which is not so common, therefore they wouldn't have been Geyser. And the Rebbe brings some proofs from uh, the Rajba and, and the Prikhadash that they paskin that way in a similar case. The Rajba paskins in a situation where you, a person has a pit. And at the bottom of the pit, there is some wheat. Uh, and then, then you add, but it's a part of the pit, it's like wet, so some of them might have, uh, might have gotten comet stick or it's wet there. But you pile on, what, how they do is more like a storage pit, and they would add on more chitin. So the shaila is before Pesach, you need to, and you're planning on selling after Pesach. So the shaila is before Pesach, you have to clear up the top part, which is fine, to remove the bottom, which is the chashash on it, or to just leave it there and basically make it hafker. And all the, make, you know, it's say if it's any chametz there, it's hafker. And the rest, you know, it's not chametz in the first place, so it would be, it'd be fine, it would just be regular wheat. So the Rebbe the Rajwa says like this, in a situation where you know for sure there was some 
uh, heat in there that were nisbakeya, which got split, which means that there's a chashash, we know for sure there's chametz, or a real chashash that there's a chametz. Then he says, you can't be mafkarim, because the Rajba holds the same way as the Prichadish. The Rabbi has been explained that if we were allowed in this scenario, there's a chashash that everybody's going to do. So he says, if you know for sure that there's chametz there, then after Pesach, you wouldn't be able to have any anachmet. Because of this, because of the Gemara Yushalmi. But he says, what happens if you don't even know? Let's say you have a suffix. You know it's a little bit wet on the bottom. So there's a suffix. If, is there any wheat on the bottom that uh, is chametz thick? And even if it is chametz thick, there's another suffix. Even if it, there is something there, maybe it got spoiled. Remember, it's at the bottom of the pit. Who knows how long it's very shot that it's spoiled. So the Rajma says over here, it's a fake sveka. One suffix is, is there bechalal chametz? And the second suffix is, even if there is chametz, maybe it's got ruined and spoiled and, and rotted. So therefore, the Rajma writes, in that type of scenario, bittel would help. Bittel would help because it's a fake sveka. Meaning, since it's a fake sveka, you would be able to do uh, bittel in that scenario. There is even a chafila bittel about Masadi, this is R29. Uh, and then he also brings in R29 from the Prefadish. Bichadish over there is talking about where uh, before, uh, before Pesach a person was cooking some type of dish, some uh, uh, some chit, some again a, a um, kernel of grain got in, and there was also the steak sveka. One was this a kernel of grain which was chametz stick, and even if it was chametz stick, it was inside this big pot of soup, so maybe it was bottle and shishin. So the Bichadish says this is a steak sveka. Since it's a sveik sveika, it's fake sveika of Durabanan, because since there's more than 60, so once there's 60 times more, even let's say it was chametz, but you have 60 times more before Pesach, so if it's 60 times before Pesach, then it will become bottom. I were geyser, according to one opinion, right? remember that opinion that says that, on, that once Pesach comes, we're machmer not to eat that food, because it's choyzer vimir, because it never was really in battle. He says, but over here it's a suffix durabana, because it's a suffix durabana, meaning is, according to one opinion, it's bottle and it's completely fine, even if it was comes. According to the second opinion, before Pesach, it's bottle mid the rice. I've been midurabana and they're geyser, because the whole idea of chametz is also bamashu is an isur durabana. Chametz, which is also bamashu, is an isur durabana. So therefore, mid rice is anyways bottle, for sure. But when, once Pesach comes, and this isur, isur bamashu comes in, therefore, mid it would be asr. But over here, it's a suffix mid because it's a suffix. Was there bechlat, was that weed in the chametz in the first place? So he says, since it's a suffix durabana, because you have sixties, therefore it's for sure not derisa. It's just a even if it was that, it would have would have come it would have been bottles, Therefore, it would be only a durabana. So if there is there's a suffix durabana, you're allowed to eat it. So on our situation, it's even better. Again, it's also talking about before Pesach, and there's a fake sveka because it's a suffix bechlat if the thing even ever had chametz in it, and even if it did have chametz. It would have been bottle the shishim. So again, so since it's bottle the shishim, it would be a, it would be asr But we don't know if there's any chametz there. So therefore, it would be a suffix if it would be asr uh, And the prechadish clearly says such a situation would be fine. So therefore, the rebbe asks, Yechayra, it should have been okay for the rebbe shab to keep his candy. They should should because again, it says it's a suffix derabana, suffix derabana lakula. It's only a suffix. Uh, uh, if was there, uh, if there was chametz there, it would have been bottle the shishim. So therefore, uh, it would be only an iser durabana. And there's a suffix bechlaf. There was any chametz there, so therefore it would have been a suffix durabana. 
so I, I kept on calling this fake fake. I probably I don't think it would be. I don't I don't think that would be considered a fake fake actually. Uh, I have to think about it more. The Rajbo's case was a fake fake, therefore I kept on saying it's fake fake. But the truth is, the once I started thinking of the, uh, of the uh, prefadish, it could be the, that our scenario would also just be a, a suffix durabanan. But either way, it would be a suffix durabanan. And once you do bithol by suffix durabanan, the higher that should be more than enough. And for all the reasons we just gave, a um, the, it's not uh, the common might not have been going in such a scenario anyway because it's not common. The gazer of Arama might have only been when you're in a regular type of hefker where you want to have a na from this item after Pesach, but here you don't. So therefore, uh, it should be okay. And it's a double shriach. Especially since it's not even shriach, that type of scenario. All right. And uh, he says also that at the Chayra we see that there are certain chassidim that used to be noig this way. In the end of al that there were many Hasidim who had had Kabbal Shirai that they did have this minig of making it after putting the Rosh Hashanah. So the Chayra, that definitely should have worked for the Rosh Hashanah. So why wasn't the Tzadik um, satisfied? So that's the part that we're doing the in. So I'll just quickly tell you the answers just so I don't leave you just off with the questions. I'm not gonna, I don't have a chance to go be in. Um, the answer is, why couldn't he sell it? The reason why was two main reasons. One reason is that it would not be considered respectable, that you're taking something which is Kedusha, something that you got from the Rebbe, and then you're selling it to a guy, which is given Kudus Timaeus, it would not have been considered respectable. Second of all, it could be, since we're doing a, a complete, since you're selling it to the guy, that would mean that it doesn't belong to you at all. The Etzim HaChef, it has no Shaykhs to you anymore, the etzim hachefetz now belongs to the guy. So in that type of situation, the etzim hachefetz belongs to the guy. Um, the kedusha would have left. Possible that the kedusha would be mafkia. So therefore, again, even if you did sell, once you're selling it, it kind of ruins the purpose. The kedusha can only remain if there, the, if, if it belongs to ayid. If the etzim hachefetz belongs to ayid, then the kedusha is able to remain. But once there's no connection to ayid, where's the kedusha? How does the kedusha have any achizit? Then he said, what about making it hafker? So he says, by hafker. There's two ways how to understand how Hefker works. It brings them from each other. One way to understand Hefker works is that it belongs to everybody. Or every, not belongs to everybody, sorry. He removes your schus uh, from it, and then anybody who wants has a schus to take it. So it doesn't, act, doesn't belong to you, doesn't belong to them. It's just that anybody who wants is able to take it. Because in that type of scenario, that would mean is it's shaykh to anybody to take it. So that would make it even worse. By a case of when you're selling it, you could sell it. You know, a, a guy that's uh, keeps the seven laws is one of the chassidi umasayilam. You can make it at least a better situation over here. Anybody has a shaykhus. So you're putting it in a place of hafker. It's mamish. Any guy, every single guy in the world, literally has a shaykhus to it, and zero yidin will have a shaykhus to it. A yid can have a shaykhus because it's going to be pesach. So no yid. This is not a schus for yid to be zayif on this. So it's a chayv for him. So it would be no shaykhus to yid. The only shaykhus would have be the guy. So therefore, of course, the kedusha would uh, would be removed. And he says the op- second option of hafker works is that hafker works is that nobody has a shaykhus to it. Nobody, there's no shaykhus to anybody. It's like a, like a like a desert, 
and someone comes and finds a desert, he's able to acquire it because nobody has any connection to it. He says, even in that scenario, it's understood how this is considered very disrespectful to the Rebbe, that what are you basically saying? I have this call from the Rebbe, and I'm making it hefker. I'm making it so hefker that it has no shaykhs to anybody. That, that would be considered very disrespectful. Um, the Russian of the Rebbe was, that you're taking something out there, uh, something precious, a Dabrashka Kedusha, that you got from your Rebbe, and Belev Shalom, your Mafter, your Vatlet, and you're putting it in a place of Hepker. This is a Hepker in of COVID, because that shows on the Hepker of Shinas. The whole idea of Hepker and Bittel is that it's Bittel's Ka'afa the Arab, it's like dirt. Hepker is that it has no connection to me, it's worthless. So that's what you're doing with something that belongs to the Rebbe. So how can you make something that belongs to the Rebbe basically something Hepker? So you're making something Hepker. The big one issue is that it's Mamish to Hepker COVID. And according to the first option we meant besides for being happy you're literally putting it um that it's compared to, to everybody uh, every single guy in the world therefore he wasn't uh the, the reverse the, the wasn't satisfied with this option